her voice. We acknowledge the traditional owners of the land we have recorded this podcast on, the Wurundjeri, Wurundjeri, and Bunurong people. We pay our respects to their elders, past and the present, and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islanders cultures. Welcome to our channel. I'm Ray. Here's Xiaofan.、Uh, in today's podcast, we're going to talk about a world-renowned theater production, Adult House, created by Henrik Ibsen.、Um, in our sharing today, it is mainly based on the 2012 adaptation that premiered at the Young Lights Theater in London. First of all, in today's podcast, we will generally introduce this work and like the main characters, and we also expand the topic to modern society. Specifically, we are going to talk about the experience of middle-aged female influencer, further around the issue of female concerns, and running away. I think everyone may have heard this play more or less, but we still assume that everyone is not particularly familiar with the plot,、mm-hmm. and will provide reviews and the voices of audiences that at the time.、Um, I don't know if you still remember the first time I watched it. It was on one of the theater experience them seminars,、mm-hmm. um, directed by Carrie Cracknell. This work officially premiered in 2012 in London, and the version we watched is released on digital theater.、Um, yeah. it, it is based on a three-act play of the same name, written by Norwegian playwright Henry Ibsen in 1979.、Uh, Nora, the leading character, is played by famous actress Hanty Morihan, and her acting skills are also very superb. Um, it has received praise from mainstream media outlets, including the Times and the Guardian. The Daily Telegraph referred it to as the most gripping and emotionally truthful account of any adaptation of Ibsen's play.、Um, then we will do a general review of the plot. Ray,、uh, do you still remember the background? Yeah, and it's very typical. It starts with Nora's preparation for、uh, Christmas,、mm-hmm. and then Nora, as a、uh, host of this family,、um, took on the task of shopping for this family.、Mm-hmm. And the beginning of the play, we see Nora carrying different kind of bags of like goods, and then going back home. Yeah. Um. After she came back, she began to envision a wonderful life in the future because her husband Toward was about to get promoted. Yeah, yeah, Gallup promotion. Yeah. Um. Therefore, the current financial situation of their family would definitely go better. So, um, the two、mm-hmm. of them began to envision how wonderful their future will be. Um. At that time, Nora was was actually very happy and excited. Um. However, everything started to change after Christine, the childhood friend of Nora, came to visit them.、Mm-hmm. Um, she came here with a purpose, um, very specific, which was to secure a job for herself. Um. In fact, her her situation is also very delicate because she had a boyfriend who is also very important in our production in the future, and we'll get to know more about him very soon. And there were two paths before him during his adulthood. Uh, one is the so-called love, 
his boyfriend, and another path is the wealthier one. She obviously chose it later and so married another rich man. But after the man unfortunately went ill and passed away, she find she has to find another way out on her own. Mm-hmm. So she she so she came to seek for the help of a friend Nora, who she expected to make Tola's assistant in the bank. Yeah, and from their conversation, we could clearly feel a great desperate in the family background of the two people, and. You know, Nora is a middle-class family with uh, abandoned material life. Yeah. But for her friends, her friends' life was in a bit, uh, in a little bit of chaos. Yeah, as we just said, the life paths of Nora and Christine shows apparent opposition, and it will continue until the end of the story. Um, in fact, there's not any similarities between the two that much. Yup.、Yeah. The story unfolds. We also see another character, Doctor Rank.、Uh, he's Nora and Tola's family doctor, and also their close friend. In fact, when I watched the whole play for the first time, I actually felt that Doctor Rank didn't make much of a difference. But after it again recently, I feel that his existence is very, very necessary and important.、Um, the reason why I said that is because I think. He's first and foremost a good friend to Nora and Tola at the same time, but for Nora, there's something that she's willing to share with Doctor Rank is than her husband.、Um, Nora and her husband seem to be equal in a balanced state, but in fact, Nora was suppressed and hiding some of her interests and nature to cater to her husband's preferences.、Yeah. Um, um, for example, in the first act, we can clearly see that Nora. Likes chocolate, but、mm-hmm. her husband wants her to be keeping good shape. So、uh, he kind of forced Nora to quit her habit. Yeah, and I think in particular, it、uh, reflects that the two of them, Nora and her husband, are in a very unequal position、mm. because、uh, restricting a person' habit of eating candy and chocolate is more like a man. Parenting his child. Yeah, I couldn't agree more because he's he's really so unreasonable and a complete male chauvinist. Um, it is not only a husband asking and demanding his wife, but also mastering and controlling her. Right. Um, at the end of the first act, throughout the conflict for the first time, because this is a very classic. Three act play, which is the most common and traditional form of theater.、Um, functionally, they are completely different, but as a whole, they constitute the work very perfectly. The first act explained the background of the story, and the second one intensified the conflicts.、Mm-hmm. Um, and and the last one witnessed the climax. Um, so at the end of the first act, which we have just mentioned before, it's very marvelous. After Nora and her friends meeting, they have an animated guests,、mm. uh, and the news brought from this guest gave Nora extreme horror and clouded her heart with gloom.、Uh, this one used to work with Todd in the bank and was about to lose his job. He requested Nora to pursue Todd to keep his job. Threatening her with a mistake she has made years ago. 
Yeah, and the arrival of this person brings us back to where everything's actually started.、Yeah. Uh, years ago, Tora suffered from illness, and at that time, she did not have an independent source of income. But she really wanted her husband to have a good rise and to take him on the trip. But She definitely didn't have enough money.、Um, in that situation, she had no other choice but to borrow money from the man by forging the、uh, signature of her father. Yeah, um, the one she got the money from is the one who came back to blackmail her.、Mm-hmm. Um, we we have touched on this character before. The man is actually Christine's first boyfriend. Yeah. And his blackmail gave a very blunt ending for the first act, which made people wonder how Nora would deal with such a sudden dilemma, and whether conflict between the husband and wife would further intensify. Um, in the second act, we are very unsurprised that Nora is struggling and torn apart. Crocs and the man who. Makes a further demand that he not only wants to keep his position, but also expects to be promoted.、Yeah. Um, therefore, he rapidly urged and forced Nora, hoping that she could make a decision as soon as possible.、Um, well, um, at the same time, Christine, Nora's friend, seems to be planning and judging Nora, and and taking the moral high ground. She feels that Nora needs to confess all of this to her husband.、Mm-hmm. Um, I think, first of all, she does not feel the oppression so she can、um, easily make a nor- morally rational judgment.、Mm-hmm. And second, she, she also needs a job, right? If Nora compromises、mm-hmm. to Crocs stand, then she has no choice of obtaining the job. Yeah, and I think under、uh, this thread, Nora made her responses step by step. Her first thought was to try her best to satisfy uh Crocs's wishes. Uh, like she tried all kinds of methods to pursue her husband and then pray that her husband would give that man what she, what he wanted,、mm-hmm. but she couldn't tell her husband that. Uh, he threatened her because、uh, this is was what she wanted to hide, so she could only be very vague and beat around the bush. Like、um, she could only ask without providing a reason.、Yeah. Um, but her husband was definitely not accepted because her husband didn't um think. Crocs that was suitable for the position because、uh, this man had some other problems like some corruption. Yeah. So under um under such uh circumstances, Nora's second step was to try to delay the time so her husband knew about this matter as much as possible. Yes. Because with Christmas just around the corner, their upstairs neighbors were、um, sort of planning a party to celebrate.、Uh, in fact, with Fasmo's wife in comparison,、mm-hmm. Nora's story became even more tragic to us.、Um, as audiences, we have always felt that Nora is is、um, bearing sort of accusation that yeah、uh, she didn't do anything wrong.、Mm-hmm. Just like what happened to Doctor Rank, who 
we just mentioned before. Um, Dr. Bank mm -hmm. was suffering from a spine disease, uh, which was genetically caused by his father's sexual promiscuity. She's, he's not only Nora's closest friend, whom she shared herself with, but also reflected that Nora was taking on unnecessary charges. Um, yeah. At the same time, Nora, who who is on the disadvantaged side of the gender is also bearing the consequences of uh, gender penalty. Mm -hmm. Although she did she did that for her family and her husband, she still needed to uh, endanger their struggles at the bottom of her heart. So um, at the end of the second act, Crockstand deepened the prosecution of this process. And um, he claimed to have sent a letter to Nora's husband uh, to uh, show his appeal. And Nora knew her husband would read the letter after they came back from the party. So like we just mentioned, she also wanted this process to be delayed and tried her best to do that. Yeah, and she found out Corkstan had put the letter exposing Nora's secret in their mailbox, but she didn't have the key. She couldn't stop the letter from being read by her husband. To some extent, it symbolizes that Nora does not have any control over this family. Yeah. And in this case, we know for sure that Nora's husband is about to read the letter. Then it comes another climax for the whole play. Nora decided to commit suicide to apologize. Yes. Um, we as educated women in modern society, we cannot empathize with her behaviors because um, her sorrow and anger couldn't be said and instead attempted to hurt herself. Yeah. In the first two acts of the play, Nora has always been in a state of self-blame for what she has done. And she has never doubted why, he, why she would be such an accuser. Yeah, it is also surprising that Christine Crocs stand instead of getting back together while Nora mm -hmm. and Tolvald are in a painful situation. Mm -hmm. um, and the fact that they got back together is also putting pressure from external on Nora and Tolvald's marriage. Mm -hmm. and after Tolvald finally read the letter sent by Crocs stand, he was furious. He blamed Nora for everything. He felt that his wife was humiliating the whole family and she was setting a bad example for the children. Um, and his wife, of course, could only cry and slightly suffer everything. Yeah, and Nora's husband had completely forgotten what his wife was doing. This is things for it's for his health. Yeah, um, not for anybody else, but for him. Yeah. Um, she she just wanted to do something for her husband. In the second act, she said, "Is it against the law for?" A daughter to spare her dying father from anxiety and fear. Is it against the law for a wife to save her husband's life? I doubt that very much, Mr. Crockston. It sort of reflects Nora's responsibility and her ability to think independently. She believes that in this case, even if she is breaking the law, she will do what she should to protect her husband and give her the best she could. Yeah. Um, However, Christine crossed and getting back together, as we just said, makes Tola's concerns disappear. This will no longer be any outside pressures from the public opinions. So uh, he has no opinion to blame Nora. Mm -hmm. So just under this circumstances, Nora woke up. She suddenly realized how her husband has seen her over years and how he treated her and where she always has been in this marriage, in this family. She made a choice where it's still classic to us.
nowadays, which is what we've been talking about for the whole time, women's running away from the family. Therefore, looking back on the entire three acts, in terms of plot structure, it is actually very classic and intriguing. Um, the idea of female liberation was very avant-garde in the early 19th century, but right now, at this time in the 21st century, we are still talking about it which means that it was never faded, never disappeared, oh. truly, and has never been completely solved. Mm -hmm. uh, in the following discussion, we will specifically focus on the characteristics of Nora. Um, we, we've mentioned some details on that before. Uh, we do still remember how Talot uses to address Nora, such as any nicknames. Yeah, it's very, you know, I'm still quite impressed with it. He would call her Little Sparrow and mm, other birds' name. Yeah. And when you first heard it, you would think that maybe it's, it's so sweetie, you know, for couples to use this is nicknames because they're in a very intimate relationship. Mm -hmm. But Combined with the later development of the This Is uh, Theater, when we look back at This Is Nicknames, we, we will feel a kind of male uh, sequestering a woman. He threats mm. Nora as a cute bird. Yeah. And, and uh, the hidden meaning behind it is that Nora is subordinate to her husband. Mm, and, I agree. Yeah, and another aspect that I found particularly interesting about this is nicknames is that he sees her as a bird, as birds, especially the names uh, Skylark, which uh, simply says freedom. So I think there is a very ironic construct between freedom and the, you know, the actual shacklers over Nora's life. Yeah, it's very ironic. Mm -hmm. um, another thing is that Nora lost her mother at a very young age, so some of the projections of patriarchal consciousness in her comes not only from her husband, but also from her father. Um, when she was young, her father used to buy her all kinds of beautiful dolls, and she was not, she was not allowed to have a normal behavior, so it did not suit her identity. And mm -hmm. her father's attitude towards Nora is also projected in Nora's relationship with her children buying beautiful dolls for a daughter and naming her dolls just like the title of display. So I think it's a continuation of identity, of course. It identifies the huge contracts between Nora's inferior status in the family and her later awakening. Mm -hmm. um, besides that, we also mentioned that Nora is actually very wise and preserving. She's beautiful, she's in good shape, and is in line with every man's assumptions about women. But mm -hmm. um, but at the same time, she's also um, acting rebelliously when forging her father's signature. Yeah, and Nora's well-behaved temperament, like a doll, would temporarily disappear at certain times. But the emergence of her brave qualities, not because of her identity as a woman, but a, a mission of social display. She has to take care of her husband as much as possible, and it pushes her to make such a choice. Yeah. Mm. Another point we just mentioned is that she is taking on things that are not her fault. Yeah. It is also the wrong byproduct of an unequal relationship between husband and wife. 
Um, therefore, based on our analysis, we believe that Nora was, has been bearing pain in this family for a long time. Mm -hmm. And in order to cater to her husband's preferences and give up her own habits, she took on charges in order for her husband to have better health and a better living environment. She um, gave up and lost herself so many times in her marriage that she has completely unable to be herself in front of her husband. Um, such a status is a part of what we find very ironic, but also at the same time, very realistic. Yeah. And before her awakening, Nora has to meet her husband's requirements. She never asked her, herself what she really wanted. And what she always wants is that her husband wants her to be beautiful. So she dressed up and her husband needs her to be well-behaved. Well so she is well-behaved. And her husband needs a good wife and her children need a good mother. She uh, so she always has been playing business roles. Yeah. Uh, going back to the beginning of today's discussion, we said we would also extend some of the meanings of this work to modern society. Uh, Ray, mm -hmm. if you still remember that not long ago, uh, a vlogger story actually went viral on the internet. Um, mm -hmm. she's she's a lady in her fifties and. She's taking a self-driving tour around the country. Many of her experiences actually remind me of some of that of Nora's. I think what you are talking about is uh, Miss Sue, and she's mm, running yeah. away from her family as a woman. Was in a she was in a completely conflict with our you know society's expectation for women's identity in the family, even you know in today's society. Yeah. And, uh, another point is that uh, she is actually over fifteen years old, making mm -hmm. so making such a rebellious act at this age feels even more unacceptable to the, to the whole society. Mm -hmm. And I ever saw her story online and browsed some of her videos she posted. I feel like the similarity between her. Uh, departure and Nora is that um, in her marriage for more than like uh, about 20 years she has been bearing the family's expectations of her just like Nora and she really asks ask what she really wants and for me I personally feel like she's even more tragic than Nora because if Nora bears some psychology oppression, but for Miss Sue, she actually bears some physical um, perceptions in her marriage. Um, you know, her husband even stabbed her two or three times. It's, oh, gosh. Yeah. It was also the main cause of her severe depression. Mm, yeah, Um. her status in the family was maybe more in line with the status of women in Asia, especially in China, um, marriage relationships. After moving away from a Western province to Henan, a central province, at an early age, she got married and soon have a child, following all the social stereotypes that women should have. Um, soon she became a housewife, which means that she has to uh, rely entirely on her husband in terms of finance. She is completely restricted on spending money and completely unable to obtain the equal half 
she deserves. And、mm-hmm. she um she's more like a free labor force in the family and a free babysitter. She not only have to take care of her husband's parents, her husband, and also her daughter. And after her daughter get married, she have to help raise her grandchild. Um, she had no freedom, and、mm-hmm. at the same time, she was just like you said, she was abused by her husband. She、yeah. really wanted to end her life. So、mm-hmm. um, she actually spent more than twenty years of married life under such a high pressure. Um, her running away was was actually more of a despair act. This fear made her small and made her feel like it was a time for her to end it. So she drove away from her family on a normal day with only two thousand yuan, which is sort of four hundred Australian dollars. Then began her journey around the country. Yeah, it's very brave. Yeah, um, I know her. And her story, because she started to share her life on social media as、uh, vlogs. I think、um, on the one hand, she got everyone's attention because her behavior was like just reset was uncommon.、Mm-hmm. And on the other hand, in fact, many women also see themselves in Mrs. Su's videos, and they also feel that although their situation are not as extreme as hers in real life, but they have also suffered、uh, verbal or physical attacks. They're、mm-hmm. um. Dissatisfied with their duties as mothers and wives, what they want is equality, and they just wanted to be themselves. Such simple expectations are very difficult to achieve for them. Yeah, and one of the reasons that Mr. Su's channel went、uh, viral is like,、um, just like Shofan mentioned,、uh, and I personally think that the most of the followers of her channel are actually women. Because、mm. they say in her what they expect, but they can't do. They don't、yeah. have that brave.、Mm. And at the same time, I have noticed some comments. I think the sum it up very well. Because、mm. this is common said that Mr. Sui has actually been fulfilling her role as a mother, as a grandmother, just nonstop for the past twenty years. And then it also reminded me of. A quote from a doll's house. Before she was finally running away from home, when she was in an emotion burst, she said, "Before everything else, I'm a human being." And Mr. Sue is also such a woman in her family life. She served as someone else's wife, someone else's mother. Yes,、mm-hmm. and even after her daughter got married, she also served as a grandmother. It seems like there is no end for her, and she has, uh, she has been other roles.、Mm, what I found miserable is that even after Mr. Su ran away and drove her car around China for almost two years, uh, just for this year, for this year's Mid Autumn Festival, she was pursued by her daughter, and she. Decided to go back to home and stayed there for about two weeks. Once she returned to the family, she became the one who also needed to cook, wash dishes, and clean up the house every day again. She became the one who was bonded again. And so, after staying at home for two, staying at home for two weeks, she,、uh, she embarked on a trip around China again. But in those two weeks, we 
just you know so sadness in the women's role in society. Yeah. Um. In fact, what Mrs. Su has been through would probably be Nora's life after she left her husband. Yeah.、Um, We we imagine that after Nora awakens, she she may leave the family, leave the children, and、um, do what she wanted to accomplish. But at the same time, she she may also miss her children and even be persuaded by her husband again, which is all possible for us.、Um, what we want to say is not what great accomplishments she will achieve after awakening or how successful and famous she will be. All we wanted to see is that she can realize what a sad. Position she has been in as soon as possible and free herself from this environment to do whatever she wants to do. Yeah, and and also, and when Nora runs away, Manuel Su's、uh, Miss Su's story is about how women survives in this society after running away, which is should be a step further. And after more than a hundred years of the creation, and the real life of women has made a good interpretation of、uh, Ibsen's play. Yes, well, that's our discussion of Adele's house as well as story of Mrs. Sue, who is currently self-driving, traveling around the country. I hope you can enjoy this one. Please stay tuned. See you next time. Bye. Bye.